Hi everyone, my name is Natalie Ledwell and this is The Inspiration Show. Today on the show we are going to be talking about money, honey. We are going to be talking about um, how to consciously create money, uh, how to create wealth in your life and do that from a, from a place of service where you're actually fulfilling a purpose. Um, so before I introduce my special guest who's going to tell us all about that, I just want to remind you that after the show is over, if you click the link below this video, you can go through and download the free ebook version of my best-selling book, Never in Your Wildest Dreams. So let me please introduce my special guest today, Miraflor Tony Otto. How are you? <laughs> I'm great, Natalie. Thank you for having me. What a pleasure. I am so happy that we're getting to talk today because money is one of those things and I'm, I'm sure that there is someone who's watching the show right now that as soon as I said the word money, that there was a there was a, a reaction that they had because um, out of all of the things on the planet, I think this is the one thing that uh, if we have any kind of limiting programs or if we have, you know, any kind of uh, anything that's sabotaging us from moving forward, the way that we think about money is, is one of those, you know, major obstacles. So um, let's start a little bit with your story. So, so what is your background and how did you get to writing this book? Yes, yes. So it's one of those stories, uh, Natalie, that we all have a story around money and our relationship with money. And really for me, it began in my early 20s when I left a very challenging marriage and I was I left with my baby girl and I had to build us a good life. And so I remember those moments when I was really, really scared of money and we were living from paycheck to paycheck. And even in those darkest moments, I remember thinking to myself that if I ever had an opportunity to empower women and especially around money, I would do it. But back then, I mean, I, I wasn't sure what that was gonna be. Yeah. And then over the years, I uh, became quite successful in, uh, I reinvented my life and my career. And then um, when I became an entrepreneur, I started working with women. And then we started to talk about money and, and a lot of conversations would come up about money and not feeling empowered with it or not being able to increase their income or it had something to do with their self-confidence and self-worth. And then I remember that moment when I said that whatever I could do to help empower women all those years ago, I thought this is the time. This is the time to write about what I've learned, what my journey has been. It's time to help women change that current state of affairs regarding money and how we feel about it. Because it's really our time now to really stand in our power and then use that money for, as a tool to help us pay it forward and become difference makers. And so that's what I, I'm here to do. And I'm here to help women have that shortcut that I had to learn the harder way. And, uh, and if I could do that through service and contribution, I mean, that I'm fulfilling my spiritual path as well. Yeah. You know, I know I remember when uh, my husband and I separated about five years ago. <clears throat> and, you know, and I think in a marriage, well, I mean, we, we kind of shared the financial thing, but I remember thinking all these things that I need to be responsible for myself now. I'll have to be responsible for my own happiness uh, and my own body and my own wealth. It's like, whoa, I, you know, um, I was used to my husband always, you know, doing the investments and getting the businesses and all those kind of things. So it was, it was kind of scary. And I mean, I grew up in a family of eight kids in a country town in Australia. So, you know, obviously I had some beliefs or some programs around money, which I have done a lot to be able to clear 
But uh, it was kind of a really scary prospect of having to look at my future. And I think there's a growing number of women who, you know, we're, we're divorcing in our middle age and we have to, you know, look at, you know, taking responsibility for that. So, you know, what, where is the first place that someone should start if they're looking at, um, you know, going down that channel? Yes. yes. Well, you well, know, your, your story is, is very, very profound, Natalie, and uh, and it's happening so much more now with women, as you say. And the very first thing to do is to turn inward. That and look within, because that's where all the richness and the magic really is. And we re we tend to always look on the outside and on the external for validation. And this one becomes an inner journey where you look within and you look at what are really are those beliefs around money and the fears around money that will keep you stuck, that will hold you back. And this is the time now to look at those stories where, from childhood and some beliefs that you've taken on, for instance, things like money doesn't grow on trees and you can only ever have great money if you work so, so hard that you might even burn out. You know, I, I had that programming as a child. And so this is now the time to release it. And then you really isolate that. And then you use the steps in this book because it's a step-by-step -step guide. And it's not, not only going to help you transform your life, not only financially, but emotionally and spiritually as well. Yeah, because I believe that, uh, you know, men and women seem to have a different outlook or a different relationship with money, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. And I actually had a really good time looking at the, the differences in our relationship. And, and the first thing is we all have relationship with money, both women and men. And it's just a little bit more complex for us in that men tend to look at money in a very isolated way from going from point A to point B. So it's a tool you're going to get from point A to point B. But for women, for us, we don't look at money in isolation. We look at money as part of a web of relationships, of connections, of meaning, and of emotions. And then you pack those all together and you've got like a whopping story that we start to tell things to ourselves that may not even be true because they're just stories, right? Mm -hmm. And um, one of the things that whenever I talk about women and men around money, I always say that um, you can really uh, sum it up in this, in this way, is that men ask for what they want, while women ask for what they think they deserve. Mm. That is a big one. And I remember, um, um, a really good uh, male friend that I have. And he says to me, there's only one thing I want to take away from your book because I love this line so much. And it's in italics. And he says, I absolutely agree with that statement. I've seen it time and time again. And so it's okay for us to understand this. And now we have the tools to get past it. Yeah. Because what's on the other side is incredible for women. We know that we're care, uh, caring and nurturing and all of that, but let's use it to our advantage because when we have more, we will definitely share more. That's in our DNA as women. So let's celebrate that instead of being afraid of it. Yeah. And, and it does seem to be an interesting time in history for women 
and stepping up and having a voice and, you know, and stepping into, you know, a bigger version of us. So uh, your book is called Money, Money Manifestations and Miracles. So that's interesting that you put the word money in the same sentence as manifestation and miracles. <laughs> so, um, so what inspired you to write this book? Well, I wrote it because of the fact that I actually came across this um, statistic that was really shocking to me, Natalie, is that in the U.S., women-owned businesses generate $1.6 trillion in revenue, which is fabulous, fabulous, okay? And then, on the other hand, only 3.3% uh, of them ever make it over 500000 in revenue and less than 2% at seven figures over a million dollars. And this is nowhere near the rate that men men uh, get to those levels. And I thought, you know what? This is now time to change that current state of affairs because what gets to happen on the other side is incredible. Uh, because of the fact that um, when women are empowered with money, they become difference makers. Because we're not only gonna change our lives, we're gonna change the lives of our family, of our communities at large. And research shows that over um, any time that women have money, they reinvest back 90 cents of every dollar that they make back to their family, back to health, education, and their families. And this is happening even in developing nations. And so let's just imagine what kind of world that we can have uh, when women are more empowered with money. and. This book could not have come out at a better time, Natalie. It's one of those divine timings, you know, of the law of attraction as as you are so uh, well versed in as well. And um, it's it's the time is now. And this could uh, it could have come out last year, but it came out now because it's really a, an optimal time for us to to wake up and reclaim that power that we have as women. Yeah. So uh, something that you do touch on in the book is emotional currency. So, so explain what that is. Yes. Yeah, so I talk about the fact that emotional currency um, as money for women is emotional currency because money is very much tied to our sense of self-worth, self-confidence, our feelings of deserving and feelings of safety and security. And this is such a big thing for women that we can we will know likely somebody or even ourselves at one point in time when we stayed in a relationship in a career in a job that may have no longer served us but we needed that security and we needed that self-confidence to get to the next level to take those actions and so that's what i mean by emotional currency uh, now, the good news, though, is that when women really can figure this out and get past any of those money blocks that they may have, whether it's their beliefs or their emotions around money that are limiting, um, they're going to go on and they're going to become unstoppable. And that's when it gets really, really exciting because, you know, they are going to be difference makers. Yeah. The other thing that you uh, that you mentioned in the book as well is because, you know, we know the importance of gratitude, uh, but you talk about a money gratitude journal. So why is how is that different from a regular gratitude journal? <laughs> well, so the, I, I talk, talk about the idea of a gratitude journal, which which I've done for years and years. And then I remember one day thinking, how about if I start playing around with a money gratitude 
journal, specifically talking about what I am so grateful for that has to do with wealth, with money, with abundance, and see what happens. And usually, whatever we focus on grows, right? positive or negative. So I thought, let's focus on this. And I started really small, uh, Natalie. And it, it was it was uh, one day I'm lining up to buy something. And I remembered I had a gift card in my wallet. And I was thinking, yay, universe, thank you for, for gifting me with a gift card through somebody. Or I win a free drink at a coffee shop. Um, those kinds of things. Because what that was doing, it was helping me to create the vibration and the energy to feel more abundant. And then the big things can start coming my way. And that's really what it's all about. So try it out and see. I mean, a lot of my clients have been doing that. And um, they'll say things like, oh my goodness, I was waiting for a check and it hadn't come for a long time. And I started doing this and all of a sudden there it was, you know, it came sooner. So, you know, let's, if we're focusing on the positive, we're going to get more of that. So let's do more of that and, and have fun with the universe, play with the universe, you know, that's yeah. how much more fun you can um, manifest, actually. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, and we talk a lot about how, you know, to create wealth. Uh, first, you have to, you know, so you don't you don't have wealth so that you can do what you want and then you be wealthy. It's actually the other way around. You need to be wealthy or act wealthy or think wealthy first. So what do you suggest are some things that people can do to get into the mindset of wealth so they can easily start to vibrate at the same frequency and then attract it into their lives? Yes, yes. Um, well, really with the mindset piece is um, we've got to be able to um, create a new mindset. And it, it's actually a lot easier than many people think. Mm. So if you've got a disempowering belief about money at this moment, whatever that may be, you know that if you're listening to this, there's no coincidences. You're seeing us talk about this. It's because it's your time to release it. So in order for you to release it, pick a new belief that all, all of a sudden makes you feel expansive. And it could be like, it could be, you know, money comes to me with grace and ease, and it comes to me easily, even for now, even if that's not the case. And look at how you're feeling in that moment. I bet you when you're thinking that, you're feeling expansive. And then when you're feeling expansive about that, you can now freely release what it is that you're no, that's no longer serving you. And likely that's the old belief that's no longer serving you. And it'll be like a little bit of a tennis match in your head for a little while because you have to get used to that, that new belief. And how we are actually is we look into our external world to see validation of what we believe. So now that if you're choosing to believe that the world is abundant and money comes to you with grace and ease, you're going to start looking for that. And then it's going to start coming to you. And then you're raising your energy. You're raising your vibration. And then if there's a lofty goal that you want, you're more closer to it from that frame of mind and that energy than when you were when you started. Yeah, I agree. Miraflor, it's been awesome talking to you. Too. We could talk for ages about this subject. Exactly. Yeah, because I think this is the, the one thing that people struggle with, you know, and especially if we're applying the law of attraction, you know, it's seem, seem easy to apply to a cup of coffee or a car space or, you know, those easy things to be able to manifest, but we always seem to trip up on the on the money thing. So, 
Um, I'm really looking forward to uh, to reading the book. And I suggest that if you're watching this show and you're not financially where you want to be, that you want to get your hands on Miraflor's book. So where can we send them to do that? Yes, um, please go to my website at maryflor.co. That's M-E-R-I-F-L-O-R.co. And you'll find a link to the book and uh, all the places that you can purchase it. It's available online and on your favorite bookstore. And then come back to that page because I've got a free gift there for purchasing my book. And you can download an audio of The Power of Practicing Gratitude. Great. Money, Manifestations and Miracles. Perfect. <laughs> well, thanks again, Miraflor. Great chatting to you today, Dane. Thank you so much, Natalie. Thank you. Now, guys, I encourage you to please share this video. Let's get the word out there. You can do that by clicking the Facebook and the Twitter share buttons on the page. Uh, don't forget, we'll either have a banner at the side or a link underneath where you can go directly through to Miraflor's website. Um, and then after all of that is done, uh, make sure that you link, click the link below that so that you can download the free ebook version of my uh, best-selling book, Never in Your Wildest Dreams. So until next time, remember to live large, choose courageously, and love without limits. We'll see you soon.